Hello, welcome to the Economic and Market Watch podcast for the week of September 11th, 2023. This is John Suter of CFC. Today we are going to talk about the biggest pillar of strength regarding current U.S. economy, and that is the labor market from both a national and state perspective. If you didn't know about COVID-19, you would have never guessed that the pandemic would cause such a major disruption in America's labor force, often referred to as the Great Resignation. In fact, during 2022, more than 50 million workers quit their jobs, many of whom were in search of an improved work-life balance and flexibility, increased compensation, and a strong company culture. Let's take a look at a few of the statistics. At the national level, the current unemployment rate stands at 3.8%. We have seen it hit a low of 3.4% during January and April of this year. Economists have underestimated non-farm payroll growth 14 straight months from May 2022 to June 2023. And for the year, the U.S. economy is a plus 2.3 million jobs added to the economy. That alone should impress most people, given the gains and the current momentum, which continue to indicate strength. The math is simple. More jobs, more income, more consumer spending, which keeps this economy humming along and pushing off, if not outright canceling, a recession down the road. Right now, recession probability stands at 60%. Many economists at large investment banks have either canceled their call on recession or certainly pushed it off until the first half of 2024. But what about digging a little deeper? Not all industry sectors have suffered in the same light in terms of filled job openings, getting working Americans back into needed positions. For example, durable goods manufacturing leads all other industry sectors with approximately 80% of jobs filled. Bringing up the rear is professional and business services with only 40% of filled job openings. This is another facet of the unusual labor market because we are currently experiencing more layoffs in white-collar jobs versus blue-collar in anticipation of a future slowdown or worst-case recession. Furthermore, some industries have been less impacted by labor shortages but are grappling with how to deal with the rise of remote work. For example, Gallup found that 91% of U.S. workers hoped They could continue working some of their hours from home, and three in ten workers signaled they would seek new employment if called back to the office. The national labor force participation rate is 62.6%, which still to this day remains below the pre-pandemic high of 63.3%. The vast majority of states have more job openings today than they had before the pandemic, while the labor participation rate remains below pre-pandemic levels. Only 11 states... Oregon, Illinois, Alaska, Oklahoma, Utah, Texas, North Dakota, New York, Florida, Virginia, and New Jersey have a higher percentage of their labor force working than before the pandemic. The vast majority have seen their labor forces shrink because of early retirements, increased savings from their stock portfolios and housing, less immigration, among other factors. The lowest unemployment rate across the country is found in New Hampshire, which now stands at 1.7%, followed by the states of Maryland and Vermont at 1.8%. The highest unemployment rate in the union is Nevada, which comes in at 5.3%. Yet Nevada has seen one of the biggest increases in labor participation since February 2020. I think the good news here is that there's still room for improvement, whether it's certain industries or states in terms of plugging the holes that were left from COVID-19, And hence, the bad news is to watch out for recession if the labor market starts to stumble because it continues to be a key driver. No one wants the latter, 
and it becomes a bigger probability if the employment gains start to weaken. That is it for today. Thank you for listening, and be sure to download the Economic and Market Watch dashboard. Thank you.